0: now entered you have now entered the now girl podcast hey y'all welcome back to the now girl podcast your weekly dose of encouragement and all things girl boss talk please forgive my voice i have a little mucus purge going on right now i wouldn't call it a cold but i'm a little stuffy and i can hear it so i know you guys can (laughs) But we are going to get straight into it. We literally have two days left until January 1st, 2024. This is the last episode of 2023. I cannot believe this. Eight whole episodes is insane. I'm so proud of myself for being consistent. I am so proud. I am so happy I could scream it from the mountaintops And I am so grateful for you all who have joined me on the beginning of this journey. I'm so grateful for being able to connect more and more with my people, building a community. And I thank you all for 250 plus downloads. I don't know if I ever mentioned it on a podcast, but you guys have really been listening you guys have been tuning in week by week and I'm I just want to give thanks to you guys. This is this has been an amazing start of something. With that being said, for the last episode of the year, I wanted to share with you guys some of my I guess most profound lessons of this year. So, I'm going to give you all 12 lessons that I've learned in 2023, starting with number one, whatever you speak over your life will happen. So speak positively. Now, this one has been a struggle for me for so long. And this year, I finally got it. This year, I was finally in a space where I could think about being intentional about how I talk to myself. And the things that I say about my life and the things that I say about myself while dealing with situations that occur in life because I realized I haven't always been that kind to myself. A actionable step that I took was making a list of decrees, things that I realized I needed. I actually needed divine intervention with. I needed God to help me see myself how he sees me so I can stop saying and speaking oppositely of that over myself Um, I also did a prayer board in the beginning of the year I put some different topics on there like myself my career my finances my family my health and just different categories where I wanted to have a specific request or question that I could continue to pray about. I'll give you guys an example from the career category. I said, more than having a successful career, I ask you guys to use me to live a purposeful life. I know that my gifts will make room for me. So that was something that I continuously prayed about. This is the beginning of the year in like March and I was in this brand new headspace, just like super searching, super searching for what it was that I am here to do. With me actually writing these requests and questions and concerns down to, to God on my prayer board, it just allowed me to always remember what I'm looking for. Remember what you just asked for. You know, when I'm in a frustrated situation with myself or I'm making myself frustrated for some reason. Remember what you're asking for and don't blurt the first negative thing out about yourself because you could be going through a test for something that you asked for. This could be a revealing moment for you. So don't just shut it down with negative self-talk. I feel like that has become such a norm too. Like we're we're so mean to ourselves, but keep in mind, you might be blocking your own blessings with that. Number two, follow your first mind the first time. My grandma always used to tell me, go with your gut feeling. (laughs) Seriously, we be knowing what we be talking about. I'm sorry. Excuse my pronunciation on that. But we be knowing. We know exactly what be going on with us. When in doubt, trust yourself. Don't go against your own self to appease anybody, to please anybody, to make anybody else feel more comfortable than you. That is a big no-no and I've I got it. I got that this year. We talk about putting ourselves first but putting ourselves first comes with some very hard decisions that we have to make and we have to make them on the fly sometimes. So go with your gut feeling. Number three look into some good life insurance. If you are 25 and up And whether you are a parent or not, we need to secure our lives. We out here paying car insurance for two and three hundred dollars and we don't have no life insurance, y'all. I can't I can't have us doing that. okay? some of you may know that this podcast is greatly inspired by my grandmother who passed away this year, February 3rd. And my grandma, I would go over sometimes and she would be telling me about this policy that she wanted to start for me and all these other things and we just never got around to it and she was having complications because of her age and her current health conditions even though she was pretty healthy insurance policies didn't want to start a new policy with her because of that and when she passed away it was so unexpected my family is really really small well on my mom's side it's just me and my mom and my grandma me and my mom we pay for that out of pocket sorry mom not to like put our business out but that was really a hard, hard situation emotionally because not only are we dealing with the death, we are not having time in between to properly grieve. We are still working, moving like zombies. We are literally on autopilot because we're about to pay for this, no problem, but we gotta keep going and life is still happening. It's safe to say for me that I continued to work to numb myself and just check out of the whole entire situation but on the other end I was thinking about this whole life insurance thing I is I don't think it's talked about enough in the black community for us to lose so many people all the time um, we gotta just secure ourselves better. So if you listened to the last episode, you know I talked about getting some financial goals down. Please make that one of them in 2024. Number four, get yourself some hobbies. I never knew how much of a necessity this really was until this year. I worked non-stop to the point where I felt a few times throughout the year that I had a creative blockage and it started to make me feel like well maybe I'm not a creative person anymore or maybe I'm not supposed to be doing x y and z maybe I'm just very good at paperwork and very good at organizing and very good at my job like (laughs) it started to take the life out of me for lack of better words I had to take a break and really do some brainstorming on what is it that I like to do what is it that I used to enjoy doing as a kid that I can maybe start doing, whether that be drawing, dancing, skating, something to fulfill that creative side of me and get that part of my brain moving because I'm so used to everything being on a protocol that I felt like I wasn't being spontaneous for myself anymore. And with all that brainstorming, the podcast came out of that. (laughs) I was brainstorming so many things I've always wanted to do a blog like an internet blog but I never knew what I would talk about I wanted to do that as a kid like 11 years old so I was just really playing around with all these things how am I gonna get these creative juices flowing And I'm so glad that I decided to take action because now a lot of the idle time that I had before goes into this. It goes into learning how I can be better. How can I be more creative in this space versus before when I had idle time, either I'm filling it up with more work or I'm mindlessly scrolling on Instagram. I'm comparing myself to people on Instagram Just a whole bunch of things that could be replaced with you finding your creative process again and really flourishing and something that you find out that you like to do. Number five, make time for your loved ones. As I mentioned before, I was just pretty much a workaholic. Every bit of my life consisted of work, even though I had a standard nine to five job, I was working after five (laughs) and not on anything for me. I was working for the company. A lot of my time got sucked up from work and then, you know, life just lifing. I feel like I missed a lot of moments. I made a lot of moments with loved ones, but I feel like I missed a lot too. And when you look back on it, when there's no more job, there's no more work, there's just time to yourself and you're thinking about the memories that you could have had. That is kind of like the worst place to be in mentally. I just will always encourage us to make time for the people that we love. And even if you can't make time all the time, just keep the line of communication open. Random talks throughout the week with your loved ones is just as much as going to dinner for three hours if you just have that much of a busy schedule, but please make making memories with your loved ones a priority number six even when you have to break your own heart do what's best for you i know sometimes we stay in situations because we don't want to feel the pain that we're about to cause on ourselves. But when you know you're doing what's best for you and what's right for you, you will be so glad that you got it over with as fast as you did. And now you can start to get some clarity and see some progress with whatever it was you were holding on to, was holding you back from. Number seven, celebrate yourself in all your wins. Listen, I don't know if we've been conditioned or what to look at things that we do and say, oh, I just did, or just completely brush over and act like you didn't just make this amazing thing happen. Even if you feel like it's small, it's a win. Please celebrate yourself. You deserve a congratulations all the time for all the great things that you do. And I've learned that when you give yourself a pat on the back, you're more inclined to keep going. You don't wanna give up because you're like, okay, I just did that good. Let's see if I can do it better. Number eight, find your power and your solitude. I don't know if this is just me with only child syndrome, but I don't like to be alone. I really love to be with my friends. I love to be surrounded by loved ones until I don't, until I need my space. But I have found that in my alone time is when I get to know me more. When I get to analyze me more, when I get to have more talks with myself, more talks with God, I get to strengthen who I am. And that has become such a necessity for me to attempt to show up better each day for myself and others. Number nine, get out of your comfort zone because it will delay your progress. When I say your comfort zone, your routines that you're used to, The things that you don't want to change because this has just been working for you thus far. Listen, everything that you want, everything that you need, everything that you're wondering about is outside of your comfort zone. You have to readjust your schedule. You have to allow for spontaneous things to happen and put yourself out there in the right places for them to happen to you. Number 10, continuously check your heart posture. And all this really means is check yourself. If you know that you are being malicious towards somebody on purpose, check that. We're not going to put that energy out because you're gonna receive it back. If you're intentionally being envious or jealous of someone, check that because we are not gonna put that ne- negative energy out for us to receive back. Always, in always, be checking yourself. Because we want to remain honorable so we don't block ourselves from our own blessings. We want to remain honorable so we can be a servant to the people we're supposed to. We are trying to change people's lives through living our best life. It's mandatory that we always check in with ourselves. Number 11 learn to accept yourself wholeheartedly. No, we are not perfect, but we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's all about perspective. You can look at the things that might get on your nerve about yourself as annoying, or you can look at them as gifts. And if you choose to look at them as gifts, then you can start to see how you can use them and how they can make room for you. But If you decide to look at them like they're annoying and you're constantly trying to change these things about yourself, you're standing in your own way. I've learned self-love is a continuous thing. It's not just a trendy phrase. It's a continuous choice to choose to love yourself. It's a continuous choice to choose to keep falling in love with you. You are your first soulmate. You are your second source of fulfillment. Which leads me to number 12. Seek God in everything that you do because he is our first source of fulfillment. When I was finally able to take a break from everything and just have time to myself this year, I really started to do some deep reflections and I really started to see how far God has brought me. Not just how far has he brought me in accomplishments, but mentally, spiritually, and how many full circle moments have happened in such a short period of time. I just continue to get filled with his desires. I continue to get filled with ways I can do his will better. And that doesn't mean that things have been easier for me or no bad things ever happen. But I can say that when I make it through situations and when I do reach the next step, is a way more joyous feeling. It's a way more purposeful feeling, and relief I feel. Although we are entering into a new year, we are still on the same journey of becoming the best versions of ourselves. I hope all the lessons that I've learned this year have touched you in some way. I look so forward to spending more time with you guys in the year of 2024. Happy New Year to everyone listening and remember to always be gentle with yourself because you are always becoming. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Now Girl podcast. Make sure you like and comment on your favorite podcast platforms. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.